This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. Episode 110, paying off $46,000 of debt in a high cost of living area. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast and YouTube channel. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And we are super excited to share an interview that was a listener request from our Frugal Friends community on Facebook. You wanted to hear more stories of people who have paid off debt in high cost of living cities. And so we found a really great friend, um, Emma. She lived in a high cost of living city the entire time she was paying off debt. She is sharing her story with us today, some of the unique things that were unique to her situation and how she overcame them. And even some cringeworthy stories. So this is a good one. Yes. We are sharing some embarrassing uh, money-saving and investing stories. So you are going to want to listen all the way through. But first, let's get to our sponsors. Also brought to you by Creativity. A little imagination and thinking outside the box goes a long way. This is true when it comes to caring for your kids for the 9,732nd day in a row (laughs) and for paying off debt in seemingly impossible situations. Creativity, using our imagination to make debt disappear. Mm, I wish I could have made my debt disappear with just my imagination. If only it happened that way. I have a strong mind, but not strong enough. (laughs) Your debt did go away, but... But it was difficult. More than an imagination. Yes. Uh, All right. So let's not waste any more time. We have our good friend, Emma, on to talk about her journey paying off $46,000 of student loan debt. And uh, yeah, we're super excited for you to hear. Mm. Thanks so much for coming on, Emma. We're so glad to have you. Of course. I'm really excited to talk to you guys today. Yeah. So let's jump right into this. Tell us a little bit about your debt story. Like, what was your debt? How much did you pay off? And how long did that take you? 
I feel like my debt story is incredibly boring, but also relatable. I love that. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> it really is just a cookie cutter debt story, but I feel like that helps people. I uh, got my first degree that my parents paid for. It was very generous of them. And then I decided that that was a fun degree and I wanted to go back to school and they told me it was on me. Mm. So I ended up taking out $46,000 in student loans for an an accelerated nursing degree. And that took 16 months to get and it took me 16 months to pay off when I finally got serious about getting rid of it. Wow. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> that, jinx. <laughs> jinx, jinx jen you owe me a coke yeah. but also that does not sound cookie cutter to me yeah for starters a second Whew. degree mm-hmm. that's spicy that's not cookie cutter at all oh i don't feel spicy <laughs> i feel like everybody in my profession started off with like psychology and then went into nursing is that what you started <laughs> with is psychology Oh yeah. Oh, that, smart sorority girl degree. That's a fun, that is a fun degree. <laughs> they do. Psychology. They can go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Oh, they that do. Psychology and I was in the ER for a long time. So they definitely go hand definitely in hand. Definitely necessary. Oh wow. I mean, you've got two degrees and only one you had to pay for. <laughs> that I feel like I still like pay for win. the other one. It's my parents. <laughs> That's, true. That's true. I love them. But in yes. some way. <laughs> Wow. So, so 46,000 in 16 months, that's a lot mm-hmm. per month. Yes. Were you doing extra stuff to pad your income on in that time? I did. And it's one of the things that I feel is super unique in the medical profession, especially if you're in nursing and you're in a high cost of living state is we make good money and it's pretty easy if you're in a hospital unit to be able to flex your hours up and pick up overtime, double time. California has really nice double time laws. So you can really get some bang for your buck if you stay a couple hours late. I also worked as a uh, critical care transport nurse on my off days. So I was working a lot, but it was was a big payoff. Mm -hmm. And I was able to know that it was a short-term adjustment to get a big goal out of the way. Emma, you mentioned living in a high cost area. What kind of unique challenges did you face because of that? I grew up in San Diego and I lived in San Diego when I was paying off my debt. And since I grew up there, I didn't really fully appreciate how high cost of living it was. Mm. I mean, I bounced between Santa Barbara and San Diego. So, I mean, it was just normal to me. Mm. But really now I can see that $400 in gas a month to get to work is kind of an insane number. Mm-hmm. That's almost as much I, I pay for groceries now. <laughs> Yikes. Just to work and back. Um, it's not like you were doing crazy travels. Oh my gosh. Yes. When you're looking at that and you're like, this is just to get to work to make money. It's really soul crushing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so with that, and then also housing is just speaking with people who don't live in California, when you tell them your housing costs, mm. they just cringe and like you can see the tears welling in their oh eyes. Gosh. What was your housing costs? Would, would you share that? Oh yeah. So I, um, my sister and I actually owned a townhome together by the time I got serious. Of course we bought a townhome and then I was like, oh wait, <laughs> I've got a lot of debt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but together, I think our mortgage was 2,700. And um, for a townhome, for a townhome in a really Mm -hmm. nice area. And the kicker is we bought it as a bank foreclosure. 
So it was a cheap okay. townhome for the area mm-hmm. at 2700 a month, which is just wow. insane. Yeah. I think you're making a good point about the cost of living and the reality of that. I think sometimes we think high cost of living areas and you're going out to eat all the time and you're doing all these luxurious things in this expensive area, but you're just describing, no, gro- like the, the four walls, mm-hmm. groceries, housing, gas, that's where it was super expensive, which can make it mm-hmm. really difficult to really buckle down and pay off debt. It really yeah. can. And that's why it. I think it's really, I had a distinct advantage of my career allowing me to be able to shift gears and really pay things off quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it the house that made you kind of look at your debt and think about paying it off or was it something else that got you started? It was just kind of a combined everything. I finally took the moment to sit down and really list everything that I was spending um, between shopping, housing, and comparing it to what I was making. And my cash flow was awful. Mm. And in that moment, I'm like, I am stuck. I will never be able to leave the position I'm in. I am just, this is me until 65, if I'm lucky. Um, and that was really depressing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think was the light bulb moment for you that, oh gosh, I'm, this is an expensive area. Like you said, you grew up in that area. Like a lot of us grow up in expensive areas and we don't really even know, oh, it is cheaper to live elsewhere. I could be saving. I'm not saying that that you did move, but when did you realize, oh, this is some un- a unique challenge that I've got to be extra creative to overcome? I wish I could say I knew while I was in the process, but I really didn't understand how expensive it was to live in a state that was high cost of living until I left. Because hmm. I where do you live now? I live in Reno, Nevada now. Okay, so Ooh. moving here, housing costs cut in half. Um, we don't have state income tax. It's the little things. And now I accidentally did geographic arbitrage too. So I don't have a commute anymore. So bye-bye $400 in gas a month. Nice. Yes. Yeah. That's what it takes sometimes to really actually think outside the box to yeah. get serious with finances. And I think it's interesting too, like I know there are some people that complain about like where we live um, over around Tampa, Florida, like us being high cost of living and the costs are increasing in St. Petersburg specifically, like very rapidly, but still compared to a lot of other places, even in our state, um, but like around the country, it's still relatively affordable to live. So I think it's good to hear stories from around the country that like have a very high cost of living to like put into perspective like everything is kind of a ratio like yes it was super expensive in San Diego but you were able to make some more and you were able to have a higher salary versus you know a nurse here might have a lower salary but it's an easier cost of living Mm -hmm. so yeah I think that's super important to put into perspective, like what your cost of living is in reality to the rest of the country. Yeah. Especially in a debt payoff. I think that that's Mm -hmm. an amazing takeaway of where are you living? And is that up for negotiation when you're in the midst of debt payoff? Mm -hmm. And it's such a hard one. I don't think I ever would have considered moving, especially since my family is over there, unless I kind of got forced into it. And then I was able to see 
in hindsight. And I think that's something cool that things like your podcast do. It's the stories that might light that ideas in people's heads. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. that's, that's what we're going for. Being that radical middle, sharing all the sides. (laughs) Yes. So there were some unique challenges that you faced and maybe you didn't even know you were facing them, but like, did you have any strategies to overcome these challenges as you were paying off debt? As far as strategies, I made sure that I had a zero-based budget so that I didn't have any waste. I wanted to make sure that as much as I could, I was controlling what I was able to. Mm -hmm. Um, So I kept an eye. I had it listed out by the week how much I could spend on gas. So I wanted to make sure that by the time I hit week three in the month, I hadn't blown through everything. Just keeping a really close eye. And then also, I had a very fancy looking car that had no AC and I refused <laughs> to fix it. So <laughs> nice. I you drove, can get away with that in San Diego. Not really yeah. though. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no. So I worked out in the East County area that frequently gets above a hundred degrees. And Ooh, my commute was about 30 to 40 minutes and I would be on the freeway windows down. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't even want to know what my hair looked like when I got to work. <laughs> but that was that was like my painful crutch that I refused to do anything about in the name of just not giving into everything, even though I knew I had the money to do it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Putting up with no AC just to let yourself feel some of the pain and sacrifice it sounds of, so of awful that second now. degree. <laughs> yes. Good-looking car just blowing hot air. <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. No. <laughs> oh, goodness. Emma, is there anything that you would do differently if you could go back to your debt payoff or advice for people currently in that kind of situation, high cost of living, working on debt payoff? 100%. And it's taking me a long time to circle back to this and be okay with some of the mistakes I've made. Some of them I'm really open about and okay with. But I... I mean, Dave Ramsey was my gateway drug into personal finance. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure many of us, (laughs) but I stopped contributing to retirement for those 16 months. And I really do regret doing that. I wish that I had been more in the personal finance community to see that it was a good idea to at least continue to contribute to the match that I had available. I don't love creating my spending plan each month, and it took me a while to find a budgeting app that had simple features but didn't feel and look like a spreadsheet. If that's you too, Monarch's the way to go. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com. I like how easy it is to customize my budget and create automatic transaction rules. The transaction widget helps me stay on top of my spending. After using Monarch for several months, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H. 
M-O-N-E-Y.com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post-clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Mm. Yeah, that's excellent advice. And, you know, everybody's got to make decisions for themselves, but it's neat to hear you describe what you wished you would have done um, during that time. Yeah, we did the same thing when paying off our debt. We paused all, I mean, we didn't start investing because we didn't know anything about investing, but the process, the two years of paying off debt was what got us interested in finance. And then it was near the end that I actually started learning. And so since that, I definitely wish that I had invested. I didn't have a 401k because I worked at a really small business, but I wish that I had started a, a Roth IRA during that time. But it took that experience for me to learn actually mm-hmm. what it was and its significance. So it's it's hard for me to to regret it. I'm glad it didn't take us longer than two years mm-hmm. to start investing. Um, and now we definitely do more than what Dave recommends because I feel like we're still trying to play catch up a little bit. But yeah, it's one of those things I wish I'd done, but also I can't like, I don't wish that I had changed it because I would have never learned what a Roth IRA was without those two years. I completely agree. It's like the path <laughs> it took not me that taken. Long. Like if you could optimize mm-hmm. it, I would have done it differently. So now if I talk to somebody and they have the ability, uh, mm-hmm. it's definitely something that's like, don't stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I have same. a super cringeworthy investing story. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Please share. I mean, since All we're right. on just financial confessions right now, um, <laughs> that's my sub podcast. <laughs> cringeworthy <laughs> confessions. It's so bad, you guys. So when I before I started paying off debt, I was contributing, and I had no idea what to do with my workplace retirement account. And I'm going to throw my sister under the bus here too. Mm, Sorry. mm, Uh, I love you. But we weren't sure what to like select in our workplace retirement account. And she came home and she was like, oh, well, a male nurse I was talking to said, do this, this, and this. And I just clicked them and hit save and left. I Because male nurses know all. They all know about investing. (laughs) Merces. Oh, you know the term. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I still have no idea what those elections were because I've left that company. 
and rolled everything over. And it might just be better that I never know what it was. (laughs) (laughs) I never want to look back. I never want to look. Oh, good. But you know what it's in now after it's rolled over, right? Yes, I do. So, yeah. (laughs) So it's fine. It's whatever. now. I mean, you literally learn. At least I got it in there. Maybe it was really good advice. I have no idea. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Maybe it was like Amazon. Maybe you just had a mutual fund that was all Amazon. Don't tell me that. You know, we all have to know. start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And if it's your sister's yes. coworker who gives you investment advice at the local hospital, why not? We don't recommend that <laughs> for the record. We all This start is not financial somewhere. advice, but don't do that. Nope. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. We can't give you investment advice and neither can male nurses at your job. Yes. So don't. none of us are qualified, but some are more qualified than others. So yeah, a know. fresh, embarrassing story I've never shared with anybody else. <laughs> yes. Um, do you have any like embarrassing like ways to save money well, stories from when you were paying stories? off debt? <laughs> I want all of, I mean, this is what I live While for. We have- this is why I do this podcast. Like what did you do anything to save money on your debt-free journey that uh, maybe was a little bit, if not embarrassing for you, um, embarrassing for somebody that knows you. Like eating off your friend's plate instead of ordering your own, (laughs) which is actually something that Travis has done, not just once. What if it happened after (laughs) my debt-free journey? Oh, even better. Okay, perfect. That means it's your real life. Because the story still (laughs) horrifies my husband. Oh, yeah. So there's a sushi place down in San Diego that we love. Good and, start. Oh, yeah. I mm, mean, yes. eating off another person's sushi plate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. Ugh. So we're all there. My parents, my sister and her husband, their kids, my husband and I. And my sister and her husband are pretty close with the owner. And this couple had sat behind us and ordered what we could only imagine was like hundreds of dollars in sashimi and rolls and stuff. And we watched them barely touch it, get up and leave. And then we were all just sitting there staring at it. And the owner walked over and she was like, do you guys want that? And we totally ate there. Yes. Yes. I love that it was offered to you by them. She was like, you guys, you want this? We'll take it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That is the dream. Like, I've also watched people discard sushi boats that still have sushi in them. Might lose my one follower over this story. I'm being totally. Yeah. (laughs) We've lost one for sure. It was from that investing story. So now we've got two. (laughs) We'll survive. If if not from that, then... Yeah, we've we've built up a good immune system off of eating off other people's plates. So fantastic, we'll yeah. survive. I can't, be, I can't imagine that we're the only person, only people that have ever wanted to eat other people's discarded sushi. It's kind of like a. It sounds worse out loud than it did in my head. It sounds way worse out loud. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of like yeah. a BuzzFeed art- article, like <laughs> things everybody does or wishes, but nobody wants to. Yeah. to. I just did. Um, if you if you're. If you're with us and you're in the Frugal Friends community on Facebook, um, just pro- like post a GIF with sushi and we'll know what you're talking about. Like you don't have to let everybody know. Um, just post your sushi gifts and and we'll get it. We'll understand. We'll be with you. I got to get in of there. The I'm a horrible too. podcast guest and listener. I'm not in the Frugal Friends community. Oh. All right, everybody join Frugal Friends. 
<laughs> yes. That's where we that's where we congregate and people like Emma we... are in there. <laughs> They're like, You're not you guys, I'm so in. <laughs> yes. Oh, Emma, what has the this is another uh fun question just for my benefit. Bring what it. has being paying off debt made space for in your life? What have you noticed? A huge part of my debt payoff goes hand in hand with my nurse burnout story. And once I just picked debt randomly to be what I worked on, everything Mm -hmm. started to get a little bit better. I was able to enjoy going to work more knowing that I didn't rely on it, but it was something that I chose to continue to do. And that was huge in me becoming a better nurse, I really think. And then also it gave me the freedom to transition to a new role when I didn't really feel like I wanted to be at the bedside anymore. And I was able to take something that paid a little bit less without it affecting my lifestyle at all. Hmm. I, I love hearing that. And I've heard that from multiple guests we've had that work after paying off debt, it feels better. It doesn't Mm -hmm. feel as much of a burden because you're there because you want to be there. And that is awesome. That's a reason in and of itself to become debt-free. Super profound. It's not as constricting. It creates a different kind of motivation, it sounds like. Wow. That's something we could dig into more, but I don't think we will because (laughs) it's time for The The Bill of the Week. time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the bill of the week. All right, Emma. Every week we invite a listener or guest to share with us their favorite bill. And we would like to hear the one that you have prepared for us. Take it away. All right. So my favorite bill is my cousin Bill. Yes. Because he tortured me ruthlessly growing up when we were able to be together. Oh. He called my stuffed dog animal a bunny. And he used my head as an armrest. <laughs> I love Man. Bill. He now owns chihuahuas. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that you know someone named Bill. We we get fewer of those than you would think. I know. I don't know many Bills. There aren't many. They're special. They're like unicorns. Oh, don't, don't. That'll go to his head if he ever hears this. (laughs) I don't condone his torture of you, but it sounds like you're fond of him. I am. To his credit, I think he's about 10 years older than me. So I was an easy target. I'm also a runt. So, I mean, it just, I invited it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was actually on a podcast. It'll be out in July, but they asked me my bill for the week. And I was like, oh Mm. my gosh. And as always, I have the same answer every time. It's Bill Curtis, uh, the narrator from Anchorman and scorekeeper on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Love that show. Yes. So it's essentially your bill of a lifetime, Jen, not your bill, bill of a week. <laughs> Other people a do bill of the week. 
Um, no, they were asking because oh, they know I ask everyone. So they, yeah, they turned the tables and asked me. So I love bills. So if you have a bill in your life or in somebody else's life um, that you want to honor on the Frugal Friends podcast, please visit frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill and leave us a speak pipe or a Google voicemail and we will get to it. We're, we put out a call on our Facebook group for some bills. So we got a lot of them. So we're smidge backed up, but we will 100% get to your bill if the bill is real. Mm. <laughs> I have to make that caveat now. Okay. The bill real. <laughs> we won't take fake bills. I know. Um, what does well, that mean? If the, if the fake bill is really fake, if it's, yeah. Pretty much anything. So anything's that, a go. Decipher that as you will. <laughs> I don't love creating my spending plan each month, and it took me a while to find a budgeting app that had simple features, but didn't feel and look like a spreadsheet. If that's you too, Monarch's the way to go. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. I like how easy it is to customize my budget and create automatic transaction rules. The transaction widget helps me stay on top of my spending. After using Monarch for several months, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Now it's time for the lightning, the lightning round. round. Pew, 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 pew. So I've titled this one, Debt in the Time of COVID. Mm. We will all go around and share um, a little tip in how people who are trying to pay off debt in this very unique economic time can pivot and still stay on track to reach their goals. So if you are having, whether it's financial trouble or just mental trouble, having to change things up, um, this is kind of like our little shout out to you specifically. We are talking right to you. Mm. Yes. So Emma, take it away as our guest. You can go first. You can take oh. the best idea. Well, I'm going to give the very vanilla and practical idea here. But if you are in the middle of a debt payoff, I think it's really important right now to assess the safety of your job and your family's position with money. And if you are able to sock it sock whatever you would have been paying extra towards debt in a high yield savings account right now until you know that you're safe, just in mm -hmm. case you need that for something else for emergency expenses. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's 
not the time to have just a starter emergency fund right now. It's it's a time for a fully funded. That's not vanilla. That's great. That's, yeah. Okay. Honestly. Cool. Uh, and maybe all of finances are vanilla. If they that's are. considered <laughs> vanilla, then yeah, basics, simplicity, wisdom. If that's vanilla, then I want to be vanilla. Right. This is I true. We're having to spice vanilla. up finances with sushi, purses. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. do your weird spice uh, spicing up and eating off other people's plates, not with your finances. Yeah. So I will uh, agree with that. I think that's definitely first. Um, But I would say, like, mentally, give yourself permission to slow down. I know when we were paying off debt, we were going so hard and so fast that if something like this had happened, Mm -hmm. I think I would have felt like a failure for having Mm -hmm. to stop. And and, because so something similar did happen. We had to move during our debt payoff. And we chose to buy a house during that time. We didn't have to, but it was going to essentially be the same price um, as renting. But we had to pause our debt payoff. And even though I like chose that, it's still, I didn't even do my uh, debt-free scream in Nashville because I didn't feel like I'd earned it. Hmm. Like that is something real. Like I didn't do a debt-free scream in Ramsey headquarters. I don't know what they call it, but because I didn't feel like I'd earned it. Because we bought the house. So I would say give yourself permission to feel your feelings, but know that it is not your failure to slow down and to pivot. This is just a time for pivoting and everybody's doing it. So join the bandwagon. I feel so comforted by your words, Jen. <laughs> you you are the real therapist among us. <laughs> Only when it comes to debt, because I know how like mentally draining and what a burden it was for me. So I feel empathy for anyone with debt because it's so much more than money. Yeah, uh, and that it and it doesn't get talked about as much. Yeah. I want to affirm like what both of you are saying, just so you can hear it three times, because usually <laughs> that helps uh, hearing it three times that, you know, your question, Jen, was how do we stay on track with our goals? And I think it's a redefinition of what that even means that, yeah, we might need to look again at what are my goals and is that possible and reassess the circumstances may dictate a new track a new outcome and to give yourself permission for that. I we know that not everybody is working right now and that's that's a whole other ball game um that you need to be taken care of. And so being able to press the pause button or slow down are absolutely options here on this journey of becoming debt free. But beyond that, I also think that we can continue with some of the foundational principles of frugality where we talk about cutting expenses again taking a look back through and seeing where do i where do i not need to be spending right now what can i cut out that could help either towards debt payoff or paying bills just surviving selling stuff that can be a huge one looking around your house and identifying do i not need certain things anymore or could i sell a lot of different stuff and get one really good thing that would kind of replace all of that and most massively but i'm kind of on this kick lately 
where we can we talk about downsizing? I know that that's so um, extreme seeming, but I also think that we are in extreme times. And so could it be worth looking at some less expensive housing options? Usually that's our biggest expense. And so can we explore tiny living? Can we explore downsizing? Can we explore a less expensive area? I don't know, right? Everybody's got to make that decision for themselves, but you can hear it be said and maybe it sparks something for you. So those are my ideas. Yes. Uh, Those are good. And even if it takes you a little bit of time to get back on your feet, know that this season will end and you will move on to the next season. It doesn't seem like this is going to end anytime soon, (laughs) but it will. It might feel like winter in the north that (laughs) lasts from September all the way through the following September. Mm-hmm. But eventually, August Summer happens. will come, yes. <laughs> and you will move on to the next season or you will be able to regain the momentum you had before. And so it will come. You just have to be patient. And maybe, uh, like Emma was saying, stockpile that money now. And then when you get to that next season, you can you know, throw a big lump at whatever debt you're paying off. So... Emma, thanks so much again for coming on. Where can people find you and hear more from you? So I blog as the Financially Enlightened Nurse, so nursefern.com, and I'm on Instagram at nurse.fern. Awesome. And do you speak specifically just to nurses or is this, you know, for everyone? What can people expect from you? Oh my. So anybody can follow me, but I do speak more specifically to nurses and get a little bit more in the woods with our profession and burnout, different things you can do uh, to increase your career and um, salary and whatnot. Awesome. Mm, Right. So if you are a nurse or you know a nurse, definitely tell them to check out nurse.fern and on Instagram, and uh, follow you at your website, nursefern.com. We'll see you later, Emma. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much, Emma. Awesome, awesome interview. Mm. Jill, what did you think? Yeah, I, I mean, super down to earth. And I think a lot of really good takeaways. I mean, number one, just even realizing where you're at and what the extra barriers you might have in paying off debt. It didn't occur to me before that, Someone might not even realize they live in an expensive area, which would make Mm -hmm. sense, right? Especially if you're paying off student loans and maybe you went to school in the area that you grew up in. It just may seem so normal. So I think even getting a handle on that can help, especially when it comes to comparison of Mm -hmm. how are all these people able to pay off so much? Well, where you live plays a big factor in that. doesn't mean that you have to move, but it can help to set right perspective and expectations. So that was a big, that was my takeaway and eye opener. Yeah. And and there were times when I thought that everything was so expensive where I was living. Mm. And when I started to compare it to other places, I was like, oh my gosh, I have it so good. And it made me more thankful and appreciate my journey Mm -hmm. a little more. Mm -hmm. So I think that's going to be helpful too. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for your helpful reviews to let people know what they're getting into with the show. So we have people that are in the right 
frame of mind and in the right situation in life that will get the most out of um, the interviews and the shows that we're doing on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And this was a really good one um, from mfitzy91. It's so helpful and it just happens to be five stars. And she says, this podcast is really helping me on my financial journey, trying to pay off some debt and get myself set for a lifetime of financial success. I find your perspective so helpful. Thanks for putting this out there. Mm. And you're welcome. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Lifetime of financial success. I love that. I love These it. Things yes. that we learn on one part of our journey can set set the trajectory for the rest of it. It's great. Yes. So we also want to thank all of you, our friends, who are out there sharing these episodes on social media. And so we want to thank you by entering you into our monthly drawing. So if you share our latest episode and tag us on Facebook or Instagram, you will be entered to win a $10 Amazon gift card. So we do give one $10 Amazon gift card to, for every five tags and reviews. So odds are pretty good um, that you would get a gift card. Yes. No limit on entering. Like keep every week is pretty much an entry if you share our episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you just have to tag us at Frugal Friends Podcast on Facebook or Instagram or leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher and send the screenshot of that to frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com and we will enter you. Perfect. See you next week. See ya. Frugal Friends is produced, edited, and mixed by Eric Siriani. I'm going to come see you in the humidity. Mm. Tell me about it. Um, When, where, why? Eric and I are trying to buy a house. Speaking of getting creative and assessing the cost of living in your area and exploring other options, we have decided that it makes more sense for us to live in Florida than to live outside of Philadelphia. So we are coming down to look for a house. We are ready to buy. We sold our camper. We've got our down payment. And now we need a place to live. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So when are you coming to me? Um, I booked flights for July 16th to the 20th. Perfect. Um, but also I booked the flights. It's been so long, Jen. It's been so long since I've booked flights <laughs> that like, I mean, I did it. I paid for it. Now it's like non-refundable, but I didn't look at the times of the flights when I did it. I was like, okay, got, got to book it, got to book it. It said, and I don't even know why this worked on me, but it said there's only two seats left, which is the exact amount that I needed. And then, and then afterwards I was like, there's no way that's true. Like there's no way that <laughs> no, that's true. Not. And why did that cause me so much? Like, gotta click, gotta click, continue, gotta click next. That's and I did ploy. not even look at the times. The dates were correct. So I'm what leaving. So I'm leaving at six a.m. that Thursday, which is great. That's fine because mm-hmm. we're flying out of a place that's close. I'd love to get there as soon as I can. But then we're also flying out at like six forty on the way back. Mm. I know.
Oh well, we'll make it work. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We're gonna, we're gonna. I mean, hopefully, we'll find a house. Maybe we won't. I mean, I don't. Most people don't find homes in like the one week that they look for it. But maybe I don't know. Maybe I. Uh, I can't hope imagine you do. many other people are going to be looking in the hot, hot heat of, of July. But who knows? I hope they're not. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you just get whatever you want. The world is our oyster. Hopefully, yes. it'll be like, like sushi picking on oh, yes. others' plates. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it'll be like that. Like you it's want like this somebody sushi? Just left this house. Somebody Do you just want left. it. It's really expensive usually, and it's really great and tasty. But they just they're not they're not going to take it. So, do you want it? It'll be like that. I hope. I think it will. <laughs> Thanks for your vote of confidence. See you in July. Woo! Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.